Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright, broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion, the governor of sports talk, that is, and he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right, up next. situation room of his lakefront chateau he's bringing a little color to the voice of minnesota sports talk and worldwide his mama calls him vince but you can call him governor and by way of executive order he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right and he's close! Parisi, fire, score! 
Jenkins swings and hits a blast. Deep left center, way back, way back. The Twins go to the seventh game. Catch them all, Kirby Puckett. Catch them all, Kirby Puckett. And the Twins have won this game. What's going on, everyone? Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. Golden Gopher Band behind us. Oh, so much to get into. So much to talk about. Oh, disappointing effort on both parts of the Gophers and Vikings. We're going to talk about them both tonight on Sports Done Right. Thank you for tuning in. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota, and this is Sports Done Right. Well, they gave it a shot, didn't they? Man, what an effing disappointment. <laughs> Look, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the Gophers first. We're going to get into the Vikings after the the break. And we're going to break down this Gopher weekend, this Gopher Wisconsin game, this th- the drive that came up and kind of skidded off the road a little bit. On the way to Indianapolis. I'm going to give you some honest thoughts. I'm going to talk to you about how disappointed I am. In terms of the Gophers last month of this season. And and not to take away the 10-2 and two record by any means. Because we all know if somebody comes up to you. And I'm sure you've heard this metaphor all week. And, and said, hey, you know, the Gophers could be 10-2 and two this year. If somebody told you that before the season starts. Well, man, we're taking that all day. But for me, it's just it's a it's a huge disappointment because it was all laid out there for you. So we're going to get into the good, the bad, the ugly is what I actually should have called the show. That's what I meant to call it, but you know, it and that's exactly what it was. The good, the bad, and the ugly. The good was college game day coming to town. The bad and the ugly was the game. So we're going to talk about it and break it down that way because first off, big shouts out to the University of Minnesota keeping uh, my other show that I do with Justin Ekstrom and Matt Geffrey, the North Star Sports Podcast in mind, reached out. We were able to get media availability for that. And, you know, I posted stuff on the Sports Done Right page. Um, you know, you all saw it there. Phenomenal opportunity, phenomenal time. I mean, it was really a lot of fun just to see the press workings, to see the behind the scenes and all that stuff. That was my first real press conference, probably. So it, it was phenomenal. And to get a media credential for game day itself, Saturday morning, uh, the folks at ESPN took great care of us. So props to them. Derek, the guy who runs uh all all that stuff, the media side over there. Big shout out to him because, man, he really took care of us this past weekend. So, yeah, the game day 
You wanted it. You got it, Minnesota. And the Minnesota fans showed out, by the way. Bravo. Bravissimo. It was really nice how the Gopher fans showed out. I showed up at 6 in the morning. The line to get into what I guess they called the pit, which is the main area where, you know, your signs are going to get on TV and stuff. That line was probably two blocks long. Uh, it was just phenomenal. The I'd say the real bad weather kind of held off. We were real worried about how, you know, if we we're going to get dumped on with snow or whatnot. It all worked out perfectly, man. And game day itself. Now, I, again, privileged to have that media pass. So I saw all the behind the, you know, behind the stage, all the workings back there. And man, it is, you know, when you see a live TV show and the people hustling to get guests where they need to be and, you know, keeping it all timed and keeping the crowd engaged and all this stuff, man, it, it really was phenomenal. It was, it was an awesome experience. Want to thank Matt Geffrey for lining it up to us. Uh, real quick, want to say what up to the one and only, the certified Southside Bunny Slayer, the one and only Orange Lamborghini lurking. Whatever, Grant. <laughs> Big Melvin in the house via the Twittersphere. I, he's first in line all the time. Big Mike in Eden Prairie. What up with you, Big Mike? All right. And we got Hank in Ely, Minnesota, way up north on the range, checking us out. He says, for the first time, what up to you, sir, on the Iron Range? We have Amy over in, where is Amy? River Falls, Wisconsin. Again, sports governor lurking within western Wisconsin. Um, So early shouts out to people checking in. Uh, But getting back to this gopher game. So again, starting with game day. You couldn't beat it. Looked great on TV when I got home and finally saw it. Everything looked great. Behind the scenes, phenomenal. I ain't going to lie, it was nice to have a little VIP access. Met Pat McAfee, the one and only Pat McAfee, my main man. Uh, Pat, a big P.J. Fleck gopher backer from early on this season. So as Saturday is starting, the energy's in the air, man. I mean, you could feel it. Crowd there, ready to go. Big 10 West Championship on the line. And for the first time in a long time, at least on paper, at least on paper, you were supposed to be the better team. But as uh, somebody on game day is fond of saying, oh, not so fast, my friend. So the game day experience happens. Phenomenal. Coach Fleck comes down, does his thing. Then we have roughly, what, three hours or so before game time. So everybody now, they're tailgating. They're in the bars. Everybody, Dinky Town, Stadium Village, West Bank, every part of campus packed. Bars across the metro packed. People having viewing parties. For the first time in a long time, your beloved Minnesota Gophers are relevant on a national basis. And we're having fun with it, man. We're having fun with it. Everybody, great time. 2.30 kickoff. Well, opening up with that deep, beautiful pass to Bateman. Gophers go up 7-0. And literally... 
that was the <laughs> that was just about the only highlight for Gopher football, and nobody would have thunk it because. And and you know, people ask the question: Was the team? Was the coach? You know, maybe a little too taken with the game day experience where they may be a little preoccupied with that. Maybe who knows? Who knows? I, I don't think so. I think, and, and here's what I've been hearing too. And, and you know me, man, because as a podcaster, we are not the quote unquote mainstream sports media. And I often take those guys to task a lot, but I got to tell you something. Whether it was the Gridiron, um, go for Gridiron podcast, and I'm going to pull them up here. So I'm going to give them a, a little shout out. I listened to Go for Gridiron Radio today. What else did I listen to? Uh, uh, the K Fan wrap up Sunday morning on Go for Football. Um, what else did I get here? I think that might have been it. Oh, um, the Daily Gopher SB Nation podcast as well. But man, everybody called this Dan Barrero a K fan who I thought, and again, man, like I said, don't agree with these guys a whole lot, but he called it. He said, you got to win two or three because we take Northwestern out the mix because they suck this year. And Iowa, Wisconsin, Penn State, you got to win two or three of those games. And we did the exact opposite and laid an egg in the Wisconsin game. Because we were totally outcoached. P.J. Fleck was totally outcoached by Paul Chris. And the schemes that they were running, because what, I, you know, I'm not saying nothing that you haven't already heard out there, Gopher Nation. The plan was obviously to stop, you stack the box, you stop Jonathan Taylor, you stop Wisconsin. That's what everybody thought. But then Wisconsin said, you know what? We're going to come out and we're going to play aggressively. We're going to throw the ball deep. We're going to throw the ball deep from deep in our own end of the field. We're going to cause so much confusion that you're going to have Carter Coughlin on our running back. And and Carter, by the way, named second team Big Ten today. So we give him a shout out for that. But he's not the best coverage guy out there. And shouts out to Antoine Winfield as well. First team Big Ten. P.J. Fleck is the coach's winner of the coach of the year in the Big Ten Conference. I think the media voted for Ohio State's coach. But we'll we'll, we'll save that for different times. We really got to talk about this scenario and what it means for the Gopher season here. Wisconsin seemed to have an answer for everything the Gophers wanted to do, and the Gophers had no answer for anything that Wisconsin wanted to do. The Wisconsin defensive line, able to, for the first time, have Tanner Morgan under duress, not pressure, duress, okay? And, you know, we, we just we hadn't seen that before. And... You know, when he is he when he has no time, uh, you know, arguably the worst game the Gophers played all year. 
and Wisconsin just came in and their coaches just had schemes devised. And this leads to one thing that I will say, my people. And again, this is Sports Done Right with Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you from the great state of Minnesota. Deep in the situation room at the sports governor's palatial sports mansion. Here's the thing. The team is better. The branding. Let's talk a little bit about the brand of Gopher football. For the first time in a long time, as we said earlier, national relevancy. Obviously, with game day coming to town, but just all season long, and especially as as they rose in the rankings, national coverage on on you know all the big sports networks. People talking about them on shows you never hear Gopher football being discussed. And that's going to help the program. P.J. Fleck, as a recruiter, is phenomenal. He gets the kids to buy in when they get here. And he's doing great things. And he is a good coach. But I will say this. P.J. Fleck has to be has to become a better coach. He has to get better. Some of the... Um, off-season reflection on this team and I'm sure he will I'm sure he will he's he's very smart gentleman but he has to get better as a coach because what uh, the coach of Wisconsin pulled off that's what wins you Big Ten championships we're gonna get there but this weekend with everything on the line a favorable schedule up until that point obviously we couldn't get it done, and we were right there on the verge. I thought, hoping that I was going to be heading off to Indianapolis, Indiana, Friday, but that's not happening. And, you know, when PJ decides not to go for it on fourth and two from the Wisconsin 35-yard line and and punts instead, when up 7 nothing and could have gotten at least probably three points out of that but the opportunity to put to go up 14 nothing in a Big Ten West championship game at home um, for the first time in a long time not quite as many Wisconsin fans in the house I I don't think um, as years gone by I mean you know everything just lining up for you you know the game day experience everything else and we couldn't get it done Receivers look the worst that they've looked all year. You know, 2,000-yard receivers, 1,000-yard running back. Um, uh, Kamal Martin gets injured, our defensive stud on special teams, as does uh, Muhammad Ibrahim. Uh, Just all kinds of bad things and and just bad play calling, bad decisions from Coach Fleck, I thought, at, at, at times. Again, with the timeouts, that's something hopefully we got to get figured out for next year because, you know, one of the bad things, though, is that this team takes timeouts at just some really inopportune times and doesn't leave themselves timeouts when you need them the most. So that's another thing that Coach Fleck and crew is going to have to look at. Um, You know, we're going to be losing... You know, Johnson, wide receiver, we're going to be losing, this. you know, some key defensive people, but... They're reloading, looking good. Everything else is looking good, but coaching staff's got to get better. Team will get better, I believe. And this time next year, I'm hoping we're right back playing for another Big Ten championship because 
or a Big Ten West championship because schedule gets tougher next year. See, that's the other thing why this was so disappointing. I mean, you know, had an easier schedule this year. You get Michigan at home next year. BYU is coming here in in, in uh, September to play. Um, you hit the road. Now, Michigan State for the past couple years has been a bit of a disappointment, but before that, Mark D'Antonio had them obviously in the mix. And it'd be interesting to see what happens to Mark D'Antonio. We'll talk about that another time. But, yeah, man, it was all set up for the Minnesota Golden Gophers, and, and then just, boom, just went away. Now, do you let this ruin the whole season? Of course not. You do not. The Gophers are 10-2. and two. You know, they're going to be probably in the lower teens in the college football playoff rankings. Depends on a couple things shaking out exactly where we're going to go. Right now we're projected maybe, you know, both January 1st bowls, which is a great accomplishment. Um, the last I saw, we were either looking at the Outback Bowl against um, a possible Tennessee team. Uh, Tennessee, my, my main man Grant's out there listening. Wouldn't that be something because he is a Tennessee homer, always talking crap about the Big Ten football conference and this and that. Um, so you got that. and So that's the outback. And then you have a Citrus Bowl possibility right now. What they're saying is possibly the Gophers in Tampa Bay with the one and only Auburn Tigers War Eagle. So stay tuned there. <laughs> yeah. Southside Bunny Hunter, aka Grant Horton, talking about y'all ain't ready. Definitely ready for Tennessee. Jay Clyde, the the Brazilian bunny hunter, and one of Grant's best buds out there. He's a big Bama guy, so uh we don't want any gophers in Tampa. Ease up. We just may be rolling through there, Jay Clyde. Anyway, what up to you? And by the way, thanks for tuning in, my brother. Um, Yeah, it just, you know, I'm not going to lie, man. Wind is out of the sails uh, a a little more than a little bit. But here's the thing. You got four weeks to, you know, you're going to find out here, I think. uh, I don't think the show's tonight. They're going to let the conference championships play out this weekend. We'll find out bowl selection show, I think, um, Sunday or whenever it is. We'll find out what the bowls are, where the Gophers are going. And if you do match up with an Auburn, and that was my poll on my Twitter, at Vince, uh, excuse me, at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth, who would you rather play, Tennessee or Auburn? And I have the take that a lot of people I've heard locally in the media and a few of my friends talk about Auburn means you're there. You've arrived and you can do this or well, you can do this. But what I'm saying is Auburn obviously is the marquee game. You know, Hey, Minnesota is playing Auburn. You know, they've won national titles and, you know, in, in recent memory, Cam Newton, you know, all this stuff, right? Um, Tennessee has come back and had a nice season. I'm going to be very fair to my boy Grant over here. Um, you know, they come back, they, you know, they're Tennessee. They're good. You know, they've kind of turned into a slight version of the Minnesota of the SEC here recently. You know, they kind of a middle of the road team. Yeah. We remember eighties and nineties, early two thousands, Tennessee dominance, hundred thousand in Neyland stadium. (laughs) 
grandstand, please play Tennessee. But, you know, I, I think the fan base would definitely go the Auburn route. I would love to see them play Auburn. Um, if you play them close and lose, hey, you got something to build on. You actually beat them. Obviously, that's phenomenal. You go, now, here's the thing. You go and lose this bowl game, whether it's Tennessee, Auburn, Texas, A&M's another team that's been mentioned for the Gophers. You you know, you lose the bowl game. Then, then just in terms of the man on the street vibe of this team, you might be right back to where you started from before last year. I'm just saying. Now, here's the thing. I think the Gophers are in a good spot. I think they're in a great spot. I mean, they're recruiting well. Everything's lining up on paper. They got the Athletes Village done over there now at the University of Minnesota. They got the facilities to go with, you know, most of the big boy programs. And everybody has facilities for the most part if you're a major D1 school. So, but, you know, once this bowl game ends and depending on what happens there, We'll see where we go in the off season as a program, but yeah, the coaching staff's got to get better. Um, players, I wish I wish they would have played a little more aggressively instead of just you know they just kind of seem to almost duck and run sometimes, man. And you you know Wisconsin went out there and said Wisconsin went out there and took it. Wisconsin went out there and took it. Bronco boy in the house saying what's up to us. Row the damn boat. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> Broncos boy with the avatar uh, with the bag over his face. Broncos. Yeah, yeah, man. It's a rough one, bro. It's a rough one. So, Minnesota Golden Gophers successful year. 10-2. and two, Awaiting to see who they play in a bowl. Unfortunately, they... They had it within their hands. The sands of the hourglass slipped through their hands and it is gone. So bye-bye Pasadena. There goes me looking over the Santa Maria Mountains with that sunset and that beautiful maroon end zone out there in the Rose Bowl. But we'll see what's happening. We will see what's happening. Um, It was... Outside of the game, though, it was a great experience. You heard, and if you haven't heard, by the way, go back to Sports Done Right. I posted a special game day edition show where I posted all the interviews and everything that we got from Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, Chris Fowler. A lot of good info there. And I got to, you know what? The one thing that impressed me while doing those interviews and listening to those guys, it was like, and I said this on the, the North Star Sports podcast last night that we recorded my other show. Make sure you check that out. But these guys, I mean, it was like talking like they grew up here. I mean, to listen to these guys talk about, you know, go for players in Minnesota and this and that. These guys, you know, and again, we talk, we do. We, we talk a lot of crap and you don't have to agree with the guys all the time. But the work that they put in, man, it must be phenomenal because I... Listening to Kirk Herbstreet and all these guys talk about Minnesota and Tanner Morgan and the players, shit, they know more than I do. <laughs> Y'all don't want them Ohio State problems, yeah. I would have loved to have them Ohio State problems, trust me. 
because the loser of that game more than likely is going to the Rose Bowl. But can't keep harping on it because it didn't happen. Stay tuned, Gopher fans. Stay tuned. But an overall successful season. And then to answer really one of the most important questions right now, is the program on the right track? And I don't think you can say anything but yes there. Absolutely, it's on the right track. So make sure, Gopher fans, you keep rowing the boat, building the foundations of a program, and just keep working hard, and it will happen. You know, as I look at Nebraska, I look at some of these other teams, and now it's why not Minnesota over in Nebraska or some of these other places. So just keep going. Just keep going. All right. Man, half, almost half hour on go for football right off the bat. Um, nothing really left to say, man. Unfortunately, Wisconsin takes Paul Bunyan's axe to, to Madison, Wisconsin, at least for another year or so. And, we, you know, hopefully we can get some of these trophies back too next year. Because then next year the little brown jug is back in play with Michigan. And that Michigan game is here, so... All right, man, when we come back from the breaks, we're going to get into the Minnesota Vikings, uh, a couple other NFL notes. Not going to go so much on anything else here. Uh, Next week, we're going to get into a little bit more NBA and some college basketball. Going to start talking about that a little bit. We'll get into a little bit of some uh, hockey as well. My beloved Blackhawks in the cellar, Minnesota Wild fans, wild all of a sudden. What can you say? Starting to heat up a little bit. So we'll see if they can continue to play some good hockey as they're going to have a uh, lot more home games here recently as well since they hit the road early in the season. When we return, we got Minnesota Vikings, rough one, sleepless in Seattle, all the stupid little metaphors you want to use. But anyway, we'll be right back. This is Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, keeping it tuned live. You don't usually get a stock tip from a 16-year-old, but I'm here to tell you about a different kind of stock. It's called Better Futures, a stock for social change that's not about making money. Instead, you invest to help students like me go to college. This is beyond a simple donation. It's the opportunity for America to invest in its kids and take an active stake in the future of the country. The return on your investment isn't money, What you get back is knowing you protected our potential. So one day, that potential can grow up to become surgeons and architects, executives and engineers. People who can change the future just by being a part of it. My name is Alicia, and I'm your dividend. Invest in better futures with UNCF. Visit uncf.org slash invest. A mind is a terrible thing to waste, but a wonderful thing to invest in. A public service announcement brought to you by UNCF and the Ad Council. Hip-hop culture that turns up 
Tune in to Cooking with the Microwave with your host, Jay Fish. Tuesdays and Wednesdays, 105 Eastern Standard Time on xsquadaffiliate.com slash SME. The club is going up. That I'm in and I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it, it's time for you to face it Damn good in the skin that I'm in And I'll trade it in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it, it's time for you to face it Ashy skin, cracks in the winter in the wind Rocking extra pair of socks when I'm not rocking the Timbs Vaseline make my skin gleam like I dip to my chin In the barrel down in Valvoline Bold and beautiful, black like the stones in the gold Used to put the big fist in my throat Ooh. Pop like I'm ski shooting Bang, bang, on the beat, keep moving I ain't grow up with the partridges, I grew up with the darknesses, blowing on the tender cartridges, before I recognize the heartlessness, that exists in the shallow hearts of men, black like the ink in my pen, I'm black like two million men serving time in the pen, last year I got my picture in the back of the spin, this year black back at it again, and then, damn good in the skin that I'm in, and I traded in for nothing, isn't that something, stop hating on the way you was created, just face it. It's time for you to face it. Damn good in the skin that I'm in, and I traded in for nothing. Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created. Just face it. It's time for you to face it. Women talk to hate they face, so they bleach it up, powder up, and scrape. Straight from the mill to the grill, straight back to the land of the lakes. Black wouldn't have it no other way, okay? I'm so dark, yeah, reading and weak. Yeah, I'm so dark, turn the lights off, all you see is my teeth, plus the whites in my eyes, I don't never want to try and disguise, I wear it with pride, as long as I'm alive, lies you've been told to put us on hold, prostitute in the soul, the pimping and the anything goes, keep us on the stroll, exposed, rain, sleep, sunshine, 40 below, to get them they don't, when your dome on scroll, past the point you can't get in the dough, your ego goes, give me some more, and I don't
Sports are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. What up, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor, live and direct. Because it's my prerogative. Vikings football. Oh, man, Vikings football. What can you say about it? A little bit about it. Uh, It was a very interesting game last night in Seattle because, you know, a game Vikes could have won. But a 17-point third quarter for Seattle. Vikings wind up falling in the end. 37-30. Seattle goes to 10-2. Vikings trailing, ironically trailing a 10-2 Seattle team in the, um, for the at least lead in the wild card. Vikings holding on to that second spot. But 8-4 for the Vikings. Teams on their tail coming up. Uh, Kirk Cousins was 22 for 38, 276 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. And to be perfectly fair, this loss is not placed on the feet of Kirk Cousins for a change. Dalvin Cook rushed for 29 yards on nine carries. He did get a touchdown. Stephon Diggs was the Vikings' other leading rusher. He had a one dash for 27 yards. Madison had four carries for 22. And lo and behold... Look who is leading the Vikings receiving core and, by the way, scored on a wonderful touchdown. Nice pass for Kirk Cousins. His only catch was for 58 yards and a touchdown. And, by the way, 58 yards leads the way. Welcome home, Laquan Treadwell. What's up with you? What up with you, homie? There is hope for Laquan Treadwell yet. Uh, Madison led the way, or didn't lead the way. He had four receptions for 51 yards. I always say it about Kyle Rudolph. When he gets the ball, good things happen. Four for 50 yesterday and a very nice touchdown. Um, Then a smattering of other Vikings. Uh, Stephon Diggs only had 25 yards receiving. You know, Cook, Dalvin Cook even had 35 yards receiving out the backfield. Uh, we'll move it over to the Seahawks. You had Russell Wilson, 21 of 31, 240 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. So, again, kind of a a, a similar stat line from the quarterbacks. Uh, Carson, however, rushed for 102 yards for them. He got a touchdown. Penny had a touchdown out of the backfield. He had 74 yards. Um, DK Metcalf led the way on the receiving end, 75 yards. Uh, Moore had a touchdown for him. Uh, Seattle's just tough at home. You know, you can talk, and we know we got the 12th man. We talk about the noise and all this stuff. But the Vikes, man, they went in there, played some decent football, but it just goes to show you that that home field advantage, especially when you play at a home field like CenturyLink Field up in Seattle. I mean, it's tough. 
I was just looking Vikings um, here on uh, SI.com. They kind of got a review of all the power rankings here. Vikings, number seven in SI, number nine in NFL.com, number seven in ESPN, number seven CBS Sports, Chicago Trib, number eight. They're still kind of a top team power rank team. Um, they're still a very good football team. Got to find a way to get in front of Green Bay. Hopefully they can beat them in the rematch here. Find a way to just get ahead of them. Um, you know, here's what the Athletics said too, and I took notice of this. Uh, the Athletic, by the way, a great website if you love sports. Uh, pay for the annual fee. I think um, I well, I, mine was discounted. I don't know what it's, it, it might jump up to, but if you want articles, no ads, great podcast getting rid of all the fluff of all these other, you know, websites or sports websites with pop-up videos, pop-up ads, all this stuff, sign up for The Athletic. Here's the quote for them, or from them. Kirk Cousins would be an easy target here. He did fall to 0-8 on Monday Night Football after all, but there's plenty of blame for the Vikings after their loss to Seattle. The Vikings' formula to win with defense and the running game failed against the Seahawks as they rushed for just 78 yards. Uh, Dalvin Cook, by the way, did get a shoulder injury. And the defense surrendered 444 net yards to Seattle. And you're going to give up yards like that to the Seahawks. You are not going to win many, many games. Um, Yahoo Sports, they're top 10 in their power rankings as well. How do you feel about this team? Do you think this team is is the team to really make a a deep playoff push. And I know, hey, anybody can get hot at any given time. But, you know, we're we're 12 games in now. We're in December. How are you feeling about your Minnesota Vikings? And for me, man, it's just... I think they're a good football team. They're 8 and 4. They are a good football team. Maybe this is the year. I mean, the the NFC here You know, who's really standing out? Let's take a look. I mean, you have the beloved Cowboys at 6 and 6, right? <laughs> garbage in the NFC East, the NFC West. Okay, so they just lost to Seattle. You know, you got the 49ers out there at 10 and 2 as well. Other playoff teams, we know how they fare against the Packers, and then you have the Saints. So, depending on if they play maybe a New Orleans at home, let's say, or maybe they wind up with another shot at Seattle. Yeah, I mean, they can make that run. But do, do you do you feel that within you, Vikings fans? Here's the good news: they get the Lions next week. But then again, the Lions always kind of seem to find a way to play us tough too. So the Vikings come home next Sunday. Then on the road, playing the Chargers, that is basically probably going to be a Vikings home game on the road. 
Then you got the big rematch, December 23rd, the Packers. And then they end the season with the Bears at home. So two home games against Packers and Bears. I mean, schedule-wise, it's setting up fairly nicely. Hopefully they find a way to just get it back against the Lions and, you know, take it home these last few games. Set yourselves up, beat Green Bay, hopefully. And now I don't know who Green Bay has on their schedule, but who knows? But yeah, it's been a very, very interesting uh, thing. Hey, Vince, the wife is listening. Give the undefeated Slippery Rock University football team some love. Slippery Rock PA in the his house. What's going on, Western Pennsylvania? There's two rocks from Pennsylvania that I love. The first, Slippery Rock University. The second, Rolling Rock Extra Pale Ale, baby. That's right, Rolling Rock Brewski, one of my favorites of all times. My dad's from the Pittsburgh area. Grew up sipping a little bit of Iron City beer myself, so I know what you. I know what it's all about out there, Lisa. Um, Lisa is Grant's wife. She's a Pittsburgh girl. Uh, the hills of western pennsylvania so definitely give her some love for the slippery rock university football team undefeated undefeated and um probably a little bit better better than tennessee so we'll leave it at that all right back to the vikings here And by the way, I don't know if Lisa's a Steelers fan. But if she is, let us know, Lisa, how do you feel? Got a very interesting quarterback situation. Pittsburgh win it without Big Ben. The dude named Duck. Ah, Bronco boys letting us know. Gophers fell all the way to 18th. That's right exactly where I had him put Quite honestly, Broncos, that's exactly where I knew they were going to fall. I had them between 17 and 19, still in the top 20. But yeah, man, that's and probably deservedly so. I mean, you know, they here's your chance. The last month you played some good teams. You beat one. You lost to two of them. I think it's fair. I think it's fair. All right, um, Grant's letting us know, yes, she's definitely a Steelers fan, of course, as is everybody who grows up in Western Pennsylvania. Come on, Grant. Grant's from Mississippi, though. Delta State in the house. Who wins that game? Just to divert, get a little something going in the household. Does Delta State beat Slippery Rock? Let's discuss. But anyway, let's hope our Vikings can make that run again. I think if they can just tweak a couple things, defense got to get a little better. Coaching staff's got to figure some things out. You know, there's blame to go around, man. But look, you're 8-4. and four, You're right there. <laughs> Row the Viking ship. <laughs> How about that? Let's get that Viking ship rolled in the right direction.
All right, so we're coming towards the end of the show here in a few minutes. I'm still pissed about that Gopher game. Didn't really have a whole lot to say about the Vikings because, you know, they, they got some favorable games. You know, their toughest game, honestly, left is Green Bay. And they can and they can they can do that, you know, at home. You know, we just need Green Bay to lose. As a matter of fact, let's check the Packers schedule real quick to see who they end with. All right, Green Bay. Next week they have Washington coming into Green Bay. So, you know, on paper you chalk that up as win. Bears come to Green Bay the following week. Then, as we said, the Packers head to town here. And then they finish out their season on the road at Detroit. So, boy, and I think um, there's some tie-breaking points that go to the Packers after the Vikings did, let's say, win, and they did finish tied with them in the division, all that stuff. So, we'll see. Just kind of count on Vikings being a wild card for right now. All right, want to read a couple things here from the Twittersphere and from our chat rooms here. Togo from Florida, Team Broadcasting. Uh, speaking of Tampa Bay Gopher fans, Team Broadcasting will host us if the Gophers wind up there. Um, Grant, the certified Southside Bunny Slayer, says in our Spreaker.com chat room here on Sports Done Right, Delta State beats Slippery Rock U. South always better than the North, man. Shut up. Vince, the Gophers coach, has a touch of mental illness. Yeah, Togo's, he's he's not a big P.J. Fleck fan. And and look, I get it, man. It's, it's, a, it's a, he's a different cat. Let's just say that. He's a different cat. You know, when he, when his son passed away, he started looking at life a little differently. And that's where some of these mantras and, and phrases came. Wrote a boat actually talks about life in general, you know, just, Something bad happens, you keep oars in the water moving forward. And thank you, Togo. Team Broadcasting definitely will host us, as he says. Um, Let's see here. Mike says, yo, Gov, what up? Yeah, disappointed this weekend, but very happy with the 10-2 season. Hoping for Auburn in a big bowl game for Minnesota. That's the, the litmus test. Totally agree with you, Mike and Eden Prairie, because I want to see no disrespect to Grant's team, Tennessee. And you know, you know, matchups, Gophers could lose the Tennessee. But if you get if you do get a chance to play in Auburn, that's what you want to test your team against. You know, that. So we will see. We will see. Um, again, Gophers down to 18, it looks like, in the college football playoff rankings. Um, we got lots of great college basketball going tonight as I flip around to the monitors here. And looks like... got Oh, yeah, ACC Big Ten Challenge is going on. Shout out Gophers take down Clemson last night, I think. And don't hold me to this. Um, well, let me check because it is my duty to give you accurate scores um we were recording the north star sports podcast last night out at x golf in woodbury so let me check uh yeah 78 to 60 gophers take down clemson in their little acc big 10 challenge uh gophers 
Let's see here. Da, 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 da. Gophers led at half, 35-29. 43 points in the second half. And, uh, yeah, very comfortable win. Gophers get to 500, 4-4 four four on the young year. Clemson is at 5-3. And, and next Monday night, Big Ten action, if you can believe that. The University of Minnesota heads on down to Iowa City to take on the Hawkeyes for some Big Ten hoops action again we'll get into the big 10 hoops a little more of a preview next week um what else do we got going on here sharon is sending us a little note sharon lives in hastings minnesota thank you for listening sharon she says hey vince good show glad i found you on mn podcasting's app love anybody who talks about minnesota sports well thank you for listening my friend and keep it tuned here sports done right is the place to be with yours truly, the one and only Vince Wright, the sports governor of the great state of Minnesota. All right, Danielle Minnetonka, who's a regular listener, she's joining us and she says, Gov, bad, 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 as she says, referring to the Gophers game. Not the biggest PJ Fleck fan, but I am slowly coming around on him. All right, well, listen. Like I said, he's a different cat, does things a different way. He's recruiting very well. But like I said earlier, Danielle, part of this is he has to get better as an in-game head coach. I think he recruits marvelously. He motivates you. He gets you to want to run through that wall for him. Some of the decisions that he makes in games are definitely questionable this past year. Um, Again, the way they manage timeouts at times, some of the play calling, especially in the Wisconsin game. But it is what it is. PJ Good to Great Coach says DJ Dollars and Cents, the one and only Reggie Lawrence has joined us. What up, Big Reg? Reggie also says, yes, I'm here to talk about that easy-ass Big Ten conference the Gophers play and listen to him. Of course, he's a uh, Ohio State fan, so nothing we can say bad against Ohio State so far this year, and I've been their biggest proponent. I think they're the best team in the country right now, um, a little bit better than LSU. See what happens in the Big Ten championship game against Wisconsin. Should have not. I don't want to say annihilate Wisconsin, but... You know, they should definitely handle them to get back to the college football playoffs. And as of right now, Ohio State is my pick. You know, if I had to, you know, lay it all out there, Ohio State would be my pick to win it all. They just seem balanced. Both sides of the ball, just something. uh, An Ohio State team I haven't seen like this in a long, long time. And Urban Meyer left the cupboard stocked. And new coaches come right in. Media voted him coach of the year. And, um, Reg, I'm sorry, boss. We're just actually ending the show, but I'll get Reg on. Maybe we can get Reg on next week. Um, or actually, you know what, Reg? Give us a call. Give us a call here. Hold on here. Let me make sure I'm going to try and get the phone lines up. So I know Reggie's always got something interesting to say. I'm putting a number out there in the chat room for you, Reg. And hopefully my phone line is up and running. So give us a call here, Reginald. And um, we'll see if Reggie gets in here. If not, we will end the show. 
give Ridge a moment. And like I said, hopefully the uh, phone line is working, my friend. So I just popped it up real quick. All right. Well, while we're seeing if Reggie calls in. <laughs> Togo says, Vince, stay on two more hours. Nah, man, I got stuff to do tonight. I got some stuff to do. I got to start uh, writing an article for Purple PTSD. Oh, and let me give some love to Purple PTSD slash VikingsTerritory.com. Uh, PurplePTSD.com, that's where I will write my throwback corner articles for all the old school Vikings, where we take a look back at some of the Vikings of yesteryear. And again, hopefully Reggie will be able to call in. Oh, he says he's calling. And let's see. <laughs> Reggie's line might not be working. Yeah, Reggie's not known for the best uh, phone connections and whatnot. Well, he says it's ringing. Huh. It's not coming through, I guess. Oh, here we go. Brother Reggie. Vince, what's happening? Hey, there we go. What's happening, brother? Good, man. What's going on? How you doing? I'm doing good, man. Good. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I'm the one and only half pint himself. (laughs) Short people make life easier. The one and only. Let's give the love back, man. The Sports and More Show. The one and only Reggie Lawrence is in the house. DJ Dollars and Cents. What's happening, brother? You got you got a delay going on here. Can you hear me all right? Yep, I hear you just fine, man. There I hear go. you just fine. All right, I'll, I'll be brief. I'll get in and get no, out. No, no, no. Take your time, man. Take your time. How you doing? He was voted. He, he, hold up. He he was voted coach of the year from the other coaches. Okay, your, all right. Your well, Ohio State guy wanted from the media vote. Well, he, well, they should have won it in general. I mean, your boys had a cupcake schedule. You had a Wisconsin team that's down, and the rest of that division is absolutely horrendous. Would you agree? I would agree with that. Come on now. Okay. What? No, no. Hey, man. Now, see, you, because I don't know if you heard me earlier in the show, Reg. I totally agree with you. And by the way, as I said earlier, I mentioned, and this is a big thing for the Gophers to get better, my friend. PJ yeah. has to become a much better in-game coach. Mm. Sound like somebody I used to complain about that y'all used to. Oh, well, we ain't going there. We ain't going there. Nah, we ain't no, got we enough time for that detour. <laughs> no, we're not. But um, um, but here's the funny thing: PJ's be- the best thing y'all have ever had there. <laughs> so I find it, you know, interesting. I wouldn't say the well, best thing, but yeah, she's gotten that Minnesota team further than a lot of your other coaches. So, oh, um, absolutely, you know, he, he's got a lot to, to learn, but. Ohio State wasn't, uh, by the way, uh, my man Meyer didn't leave Ohio State covered loaded. Oh, they didn't have didn't. a quarterback. Okay. You do realize that, right? No, fill me in, Ohio State Buckeye. 
well, Justin Fields, um, he came in, he, and they weren't sure they were going to get him, and they didn't know how well he was going to be. So he was, a, he was a transfer. They actually lost a ton of their quarterbacks. They also lost um, three, I believe, two to three receivers to the NFL. So these receivers that they got are freshmen, okay? Mm-hmm. And then the only guy holdover is, is obviously the Big Ten Defensive Player of the Year, but they had some suspect uh, defense. Um, so he did not leave the cupboard loaded. No, okay. he, you know, he well, left thank some you. decent count. Okay, thank you for that correction, homie. Okay. Um, right. Now listen, since I got you on the line here real quick, man, and we're yes, talking sir. about Ohio State. Yeah. Do you think they win it all this year, Reg? I think they have a great chance to win it all, definitely. this is It's going to be a tough game. It's hard to beat a team twice. You know, I agree, yeah. With us, right? And we don't know how – how injured the quarterback is but i do think ohio state with their defense has a as good as any chance or any team to win it all this year definitely and all are going to depend on who they get you know if they make it they may lose to wisconsin you never know so yeah okay let's let's talk about that real quick if wisconsin finds the way to to pull out a victory does ohio state still get a nod to get to the college football playoffs Oh man, you know you got a ton of um, teams that still haven't lost, and you got a ton of one-loss teams. So I'm I'm not sure when you're looking at Utah, you're looking at like a Baylor or the other, you know, Big Twelve. Do you reward? I mean, I, I I'm assuming even if they lose, do they technically? Well, they really wouldn't. Do they win the Big Ten, even though they got a better record, but lost to Wisconsin. I'm not sure, depending on right. how they look and how they lose. I'm a little bit worried about this game. I, I'll be honest with you. Well, I, hey, like you said, man, this is Big Ten football, Power Five football, and it is tough to beat somebody. And, you know, Wisconsin's a good team. So, you know, I mean, for Wisconsin to possibly win this game isn't as far out there as a lot of people want to make it seem. But, you know, the dominance of your squad, man, I mean, this year, man, I have just been awestruck by the Ohio State Buckeyes. So, you know, I was saying earlier in the show, bro, you know, if I'm in Vegas, that's who I'm putting my chips on. Well, just remember this. Uh, Wisconsin had, I think, a top five defense or you know, at least top ten definitely. And they still, you know, running running travels. And if you watch the Ohio State game versus Michigan, yeah, they, they, they put it to them. But Michigan was gashing them pretty good amount. Now, the only thing is hopefully Ohio State's uh, cornerback that was out, he's going to be playing, which I'm sure he's going to be playing. But it's not going to be a blowout. I don't think like everybody else is, so I am a little bit worried. But I do predict them just good of a chance to uh, win it all. You know, if they get there, buddy. All right, there you go. I want to say what up to Big Ben, the BS3, and uh, host of the BS3 Sports Shows, joined us in the chat room. We're going a little long because the one and only Reggie Lawrence has joined us, man. All right, Reggie, let's let's go down to Steeler Land. Talk to me, man. Um, Grant's right. wife, Grant here in the chat room, the certified Southside Bunny Slayer. Uh, his wife's <laughs> listening to the show. She is a Pittsburgh girl, a Pittsburgh fan. You are Mr. Pittsburgh Steeler. How you feeling about this team, man? I mean, you know, Big Ben out, couple quarterbacks. Talk to me, man. How well, you feeling? All right. So, for one, uh, um, I am going to give kudos to uh, Coach T., and this is the best coaching he's ever done that I've watched out of any coach that I've watched, even Coward, the best. Wow. Now, with that being – yep, and I, I always admit, you know, hey, 
I would say, listen, he's made some adjustments, like you had mentioned, mm-hmm. that I had talked about. In-game adjustments, decision-making, things like that. He's really made some great decisions. Not only that, the team did not quit on him, even when they were, you know, down big time. Right. I will say with a caveat this. This just goes to reinforce what I had been saying. If you're going 7-5 and five with that team, right, minus the quarterback, two quarterbacks, minus your star receiver, minus, you know, a running back, and you're seven and five, what the hell was happening when you were loaded at every position? That just reinforces mm. what I had been saying, but he has fixed his problem, and it's looking like he should be coach of the year if he finishes out. Right so, on. Hey, the, real quick here is I just yeah. want to give a shout-out to my frat brother and someone that Reggie actually talked to a few times, Mike Coffey. Louisville is up on Michigan, 47-34 here in the uh, Big Ten ACC Challenge. What All up, right, Reg. What happens the rest of the year for Pittsburgh? Uh, they control their destiny. I believe they play uh, Arizona, which that should be a W. Um, let's see here. Uh, here, I'll pull up at? their schedule to help you out here. Yeah. Um, let's see. Um, that defense is going to travel. I will say this, and I am—I have always said all year that Devlin Hodges is an underrated Kirk Warner. And he should have beat out Mason way back when, but politics, because Mason was drafted so high, they had to roll with him. Well, now it's play, you know. It's out. funny you mentioned Kerr Warner because your Steelers play out in Phoenix next weekend. Then you got a big game. You got the Bills coming to town on the 15th, and that is a primetime game Sunday night. And then they end the season. Um, let's whoops. Or not end the season. They will hit the road against the Jets. And then the last game of the year, you got Baltimore coming to town. I believe that they're going to go, in my opinion, um, three out of four. I think they're going to – well, no, I'm sorry. I think they they have a great chance of going four out of five. Beat Arizona. I think they're going to beat Buffalo at home. They're going to beat the Jets, and I'm not sure about the Ravens. So I predict a wild card and coach of the year for Tomlin. That defense is absolutely filthy. They need to get rid of their offensive coordinator, who is horrendous. And um, he's the one thing that's holding us down. Hodges, as we know, you, all you have to do is manage the game, man, especially with that, that opportunistic defense. Right. Nothing more, nothing less, and I believe that they'll get it done. Now, you're listening to the one and only, man, Reggie, DJ Dollars and Cents coming live from the great city of Kalamazoo, Michigan. And, and by the way, brother, how's it going out there? DJ and gigs, franchise and stuff, what's happening? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. Uh I got uh, a couple gigs coming up, a big party coming up. Some uh, that I'm working on, a big uh, trademark thing. And then once that goes through, you guys, I'm going to spread it on you guys. And uh, I think you'll like it. It's something that I've come up with. I'm going on uh, selling it and then donating some proceeds to maybe victims of uh, mass shootings, things like that. So it's something cool. I think you'll like it, Vince. Um, I'll unravel it once my lawyer gives me the okay after he sucked me dry for more money. But such is life, my brother. All right, man. Hey, well, let's talk, man. Get you back on here. There's definitely a whole bunch of other ish I'd like to get your opinions back on here, man. So best of luck to your Ohio State Buckeyes this weekend. I think they come out. I th- honestly, I think they can win by by fourteen easily on on Wisconsin. But you never know. You never know. 
one other thing, man. Hey, yes, sir. To say great, great job, man, of what you're doing. It's nice to see you at that uh, the game day and all that, man. Oh, thanks, brother. Just, thanks, it, man. It just shows your hard work, your perseverance, and uh, keep at it, my brother. And we will get back together soon. Have a yes. reunion. Yes, and hey, dude, you got to get out here next summer too. I promise, I will be out there next. Or summer. I'll get out your way, either or. Actually, you know what, man? I'll talk to you off air on this. I'm going to be working a uh, golf tournament. I'm going to be a volunteer, a corporate hospitality over at a senior PGA event over in Benton Harbor, Michigan, next that's like, uh, May. That's about two minutes from me, brother. I'll, I'll, all right, it's done. It's done. I'll be out there next May. So we, we do. Oh, I'll, take, I'll show you around. Um, yeah, you know, I'll call on doctors down there, man. And I'll tell you where to go and where not to go. <laughs> So that's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm I'm uh, happy for you. My house should be built soon. Oh, Life nice. Is good, man. Is okay. Cool. All yeah. right. Well, hey, we will catch up on that, brother. All right, you go. Have a good evening, and uh, we will talk soon, my brother. I'm a man. Thanks, everybody. Have a good All one. right. Peace. Peace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, one and only Reggie Lawrence in the house. Uh, and we gotta play Reggie's song for old time's sake. Just so you know, Reggie's like five three or something like that. So we'd love, we'd love to play Randy Newman short people for Reggie. So here you go, Reggie, just for you, my brother. Just for you, homie. Tiny little feet. What up, man? Anyway, Reggie, good to hear your voice, man. Glad things are going great for you, my friend. And Reggie out there building houses and stuff, man. So I cannot wait to check out Michigan next year and check out my homeboy, DJ Dollars and Sims. All right, folks, we're going to get on out of here. Thank you guys so much for joining us on another edition of Sports Done Right. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. Make sure you're checking us out. Spreaker.com is where the live edition flows from. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, the new Minnesota podcast app, MN Pod. Make sure you download that from the Google uh, uh, Play Store, iTunes Store, wherever. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on iTunes. We're on TuneIn Radio. Some other apps that I'm still finding out about. Just Google Sports Done Right, and on some streaming service, you will find the show. Make sure you're also checking out the North Star Sports Podcast that I host with Justin Ekstrom and the one and only Matt Geffrey. We did a live show last night over at X-Golf. Sports Done Right will also be back at X-Golf in Woodbury possibly next week. And things are going in the right direction for the show. So you guys have a great Tuesday night. Sports Done Right. Right here, Tuesdays. Make sure you listen. Make sure you tell a friend about the sports governor. Peace. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night 
And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.